Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So because this is an audio recording, you can't read the disclaimer that's running at um, at the top of my head <laughs> that says, listen with caution, because this is going to be fire. How do I know that? Because I came downstairs and I had my Bible study all written out, my seeker's journal, you know, all the things, ready to do the things, ready to do it, and fire landed. My spirit just illuminated. I could hear, and I have not stopped writing for two hours. Like, just things landing, not me knowing, right? So this is going to be for the for the person who believes that you are a food addict, right? This one is probably going to be titled something scandalous, <laughs> like um, foodie, druggy, mm, same thing. And I'll explain as I kind of unpack this, but I just, I just want you to hold on because this is going to be a profound revelation for somebody. So, I want to talk to you about controlling your desires. Think about this for a second. You have urges, you have desires. Do you ever have problems controlling those, right? That kind of thing is so hard on your own. And I remember being there. But my question is, are you on your own, right? Get this revelation. God does not encourage you to fulfill all of your own desires, even your normal desires or your seemingly like apparently normal to the world desires, right? He does not encourage us, any of us. If you've read the Bible, you know this. He doesn't encourage us to fulfill those desires, to give life to those desires, even the normal ones in the form of food. And I know food is confusing for people because, hello, we need it to sustain our lives, but not at the rate and pace that some of us do that. So if your relationship with food, or you know what, maybe it's even bigger than, maybe it's alcohol or cigarettes or whatever it is, or some other substance, if your relationship with that item, with that, with that substance has taken your health, then it's time for you to get just real with yourself. And this podcast is your opportunity to do that. So has your desire for food or, or alcohol or substance has it begun to control you and to consume you? I mean, I want you to be real with yourself. Is it taking, like, is it taking your spiritual and your emotional health along with your physical health? And how can you even know this, right? Like, Sherry, how do I even know that? Like, how do I connect that? Like, for me, I have to kind of break this down and compartmentalize it because this isn't what I just naturally knew when I was born again. So how can you know? Well, by answering this question, right? Because I'm a Christian life coach and that's what I do. Is there anything you feel you can't live without? I want you to think of that thing that you think that you constantly desire and that you run to, right? If it's pizza, if it's a sub, <laughs> if it's coffee, 
basically with the amount of calories and sugar is cake in it, right? If it's wine at the end of your workday or gosh, beginning, <laughs> if it's that substance that you believe you have to have, is there anything you feel you can't live without? Like when you've tried to lose weight in the past, were you unable because you weren't willing to go without something? Has a substance become a greater priority to you than God? And when you have, like, I want you to think about like your emotional side of things. This is why this is all spiritual, emotional, you know, physical, all of it. It's all of it because you're a triune being. You can't separate any of it. When you've had an emotional need, do you run to God or do you run to that substance, right? Do you run to food? Do you run to wine? Do you want run to something else that you consume? I mean, think about this. Isn't it so easy to make food or alcohol or that substance? Isn't it so easy to make that the thing that you run to, the thing that heals your heart, right? The thing that like calms your mind, pacifies you. Like I used to be that way too. If you've met me in person and you see how small I am now and the way I speak now and how I look now and how I appear now and how I present myself now, that is not how I used to be right? So I need you to know that whatever you're running to right now, that's also very likely the thing that I used to run to because it used to calm my mind. It used to sustain me. It used to heal my heart. And I, for me, like I fit right into this world. I was a foodie. I was a wine connoisseur. I was all kinds of fancy, right? I mean, but here's the thing. If you lifted the hood and saw things from God's perspective, you would see that I was an idolater. And what you need to get here is idolatry is totally going on in the Christian world, in the Christian life. No one would be listening to this podcast episode episode right now if I called it idolatry and weight loss, right? Because no one wants to hear the truth. I mean, you have no idea. You have no idea how many women reach out to me, send me messages, send me, cancel, they'll join the seekers method. And then once they get a revelation of the truth, God has me speaking, they will send me nasty grams and demand their money back because they're just, blind. They're not seeing what, if you are courageous to listen to right now, you will see if you keep listening. No one wants to hear the truth. I mean, do you even want to hear the truth? Idolatry is when you run to something other than God, because it gives you what you want and not what you need. And it begins so subtly when you just don't even realize that you are rejecting already what you know about God as a believer and you allow food or that substance to have more power and authority in your life and you see <clears throat> it as your source, right? But here's the truth. God always gives you what you need and it's seldom what you want. Trust me. <laughs> Because what you need at the end of a hard, stressful day, what you need at that point is the energy to 
do the things that you need to do when you get home from, from work. The desire and will to eat the food that you've already prepared or to prepare the food and then eat it. To do right things and to rest and prioritize sleep so that you can get up and have time with him. What you need is to seek God's guidance for the, you know, ailments in your life, the things that your soul needs as opposed to what you're allowing your body to believe it needs. All right, I need to take a really quick commercial break to grab a drink and we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Okay, welcome back. Okay, so, you know, like I was saying, God will give you what you need, not what you want. And guess what? By way of you going to him instead of food, you will ultimately get what you need in order to have what you want, which is weight loss, which is freedom from the belief that you are even a slave to food, right? That you are just completely a foodie or addicted to food. So what you need at the end of a hard, stressful day, you need the energy to eat the, to eat the right foods, to do the right things, to prioritize getting to bed, to, you know, doing all of the things that you know you should do instead of the things that are easy. You need to seek God's guidance for the ails of your soul, right? Instead, most have conformed to the world's patterns. You know this, you've experienced it, you've likely done it, you might even be in that trap right now. How much different could your life be? How much what could your life look like look like if God was your comforter instead of what you've been running to, right? I mean, my addiction to food, l- let me just tell you, my addiction to food was so bad. I was a compulsive overeater. Like I was even a greedy overeater, a greeter, (laughs) because I would want to eat all of it. I didn't even want to share. Like I just wanted all the foods for me. Like it was just, you know, like from our childhood, but I was a compulsive overeater and a compulsive dieter. I mean, I would like binge and then like realize, oh my goodness, I'm going to gain weight because guess what? I had a revelation of the fact that I can choose the sin, but not the consequences. The consequences aren't going to show up tonight after I've binged on all the things all week, but they'll be here in two weeks and I'll be struggling with buttoning my pants. You get what I'm saying, but I would binge on all the things. And then I would just do the cabbage soup diet for a week. And I would walk 10,000 steps per day. And I, you know, because I also then would like refuse to give up my alcohol in the evenings or my coffee creamer, which was like the equivalent sugar and caloric intake of having a donut, right? Like I, I would do all of this for a week and kill myself and lose 11 pounds in like seven days and nearly passing out every day and becoming so hangry that I was probably, I don't know, verbally assaulting my husband (laughs) and my kids because I was hangry, right? I was doing all of those things, desperate to lose weight, so profoundly in the world and the world was so profoundly in me. Food and alcohol were just totally my source. They were my sustainers. They were my pacifiers. They had become my gods. And weight loss was almost even a god too, because it was giving me what I wanted. It was for vain purposes then. And I look back now on 
everything, like all of it, like all the things when I was stuck and trying to lose weight, I look back now and I see that I was no different. I, how do I want to say this? I see no difference from who I was as a foodie, as I would see somebody as a druggie. And I know that some of you won't get that. But for some of us, food is a drug, just like any drug to a druggie is a drug, except we tolerate it, right? We have a pervasive, we have this, there's this pervasiveness of our sin tolerance in the world because food is acceptable, whereby tobacco and smoking and doing drugs isn't, right? But when I look back on myself, I can see that me qualifying the gluttony and all of the things that I was doing and calling myself a foodie is how the world showed me that it wasn't a problem, even though it was destroying me. No different than a drug destroys a drug addict, right? A foodie, a drug, like it doesn't matter if your addiction is to food, if your addiction is to a drug, regardless, it's idolatry. If somebody would have had a podcast that I would have listened to, then I would have gotten a revelation of what idolatry really is. Because whether you're a foodie or a druggie, it's idolatry. It's the same thing. We make things into gods, right? Ideals and meals, right? Thoughts and feelings, diets and alcohol, all of it. These things give us what we want, not what we need. It's, it's, I, You've got to get to the point of it being enough already. You've got to stand up in frustration because you're not a victim. You are free right this moment. You are not an addict. You are not a foodie. You're not a wine connoisseur. You are a Christian. Not only are you a Christian, but inherent of that name, of that title of Christian, which is the only title, you know, a believer, a follower, an ambassador, all of it. Implicit in you being a Christian is you recognizing the freedom that you have and your freedom is spiritual. You know it, you trust it, you don't feel it. God is your comforter. He is your sustainer. He is the one who gives you what you need so that you can be strengthened to do what you should. Stop making idols of the things that you are running to. They are keeping you from seeing how you need God. They're keeping you in bondage. Like I want to slap my hands together and say, wake up. You are being kept in bondage. You are a slave. And what could change if you believed whose you are more than you are believing who you are? Because if you keep believing you're an addict, if you keep believing that you're a foodie, if you keep believing that, you know, you love wine, if you keep, it's going to keep you from believing what is possible. You are not a food addict, Right? I mean, if there are foods and drinks or I don't know, it could be anything or other substances that you feel you can't live without, then it's time for you to get a revelation of God's power.
right? And if you are somebody who's struggling, this is what God has sent me to do. I have, I, you know, I, I'm, I wasn't even going to tell you about one of these, but I have two workshops that you could take. One of them is 10 days long and it's available to you right now where I show you how to have freedom, how to strip food of its power, how to be able to believe by identifying where you have unbelief because an unbelieving believer is going to be in bondage. If you want to be free from the power of food and recognize that you already have that power, you've had that power all along, but you want to know how to appropriate your faith, how to make your faith effectual, how to be spiritually actualized. I don't even know. Is that a thing? <laughs> That's what I teach, right? I have one class that you could get into right now. It's a 10-day journey with me. It's time for you to stand up in your true identity. This is what I teach. I teach you how to be remastered. That's a forthcoming class that's not even out yet. Like it's been written, but now I just have to, you know, make my life easier so I can record it for you and I can do it for you. But if you want to become who you are meant to be, it's time. You can be free from the things that you are running to once you see how they are running you. They're running you into the ground, keeping you tethered. If you, if you have ever believed that you are a foodie or a food addict, if you've believed that, you need to get a revelation of what that means and how that has been a weapon formed against you, keeping you to conforming and being patterned by the world. It's a weapon formed against you. You are not a food addict. You are free to believe otherwise and to step into freedom, even in weight loss. If you're interested and you want to work with me for 10 whole days, 10 whole days, your mind could be transformed and renewed by the spirit of God living within you in just 10 days. There's links in the show notes. Have a good day. Thanks for joining the podcast.